of the times uh, people confuse leadership with management. And these are two vastly different uh, topics. And if you are really aspiring to be a leader, you've got to ask yourself, you know, do I have the heart to serve people? Do I have what it takes to put people first and to cater to their needs? Welcome to Forward with NACI, Inspiring Entrepreneurial Action, a podcast that shares the stories of everyday entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, and the communities that support us. We hope that this diverse collection of stories brings you inspiration, inspires you to take action, and ignites entrepreneurship in your community as we make our way forward together. Welcome to this episode of Forward with NACI. This month is April, where we're celebrating community colleges all month long, and we're bringing special guests to you that have interesting stories to tell and interesting connections to community colleges. I'm very happy to welcome Ranjith Abraham today, and we'll get into how we met one another, but I want to welcome you to our program, and maybe you could begin with just sharing a little bit about uh, yourself. Um, What were some early experiences that brought you into doing the work that you're doing today? To begin with, uh, Becky, thank you for having me on this amazing podcast. Uh, I'm very grateful, really looking forward to this opportunity for us to have um, a wonderful discussion that perhaps will touch a heart uh, or two. To answer that question, you know, there are, of course, a lot of moving parts here. I am a person who really believes in living a purposeful life. And at times, uh, that purpose comes from doing different things. And for me, it is to be able to do something that is for the greater good, something that will benefit another person. I'm kind of utilizing the gifts that are within me to be able to do that. One is music, and the other one is to be able to talk to people who have a message that will inspire an audience. And uh, you know, I'm very grateful that we had the opportunity to do that a few weeks ago. So uh, those are some of the things that uh, I really value and uh, treasure, if I may. That's that's wonderful. And I think, you know, Purpose Driven Life, I, I read that book many years ago, and it, it really resonated with me. If you really want to build uh, impactful things on a small or a large scale, you know, you start with connecting to other people. And you and I chatted a little bit earlier about really the importance of a network. And I had heard somebody say one time, you know, your net worth is your network. And um, you and I actually got connected um, through uh, our networks that sort of overlapped um, an entrepreneur and and a, somebody we both admire and learn from, uh, Sam Thayanayagam, who is uh, in New Jersey, started a successful business called Parts Life. And like you, gives back uh, all the time. And so um, I would love it if you just share with us a little bit about, since it is Community College uh, Month, you know, maybe some of the impact that you've seen from your extended family that has been uh, either connected or helped through community colleges. Sure. Sam T., you know, what can I say? He's such an incredible man. I consider him a mentor. He's been a great uh, source of support, uh, even towards Leader Reveal. And the fact that we are even speaking to each other today is uh, because of him. So very grateful for him to be able to connect the dots and bring people together. Uh, Talking about community college, um, one thing that comes to my mind is a lot of immigrants find so much value in community colleges. And the reason for that is because uh, when you are new to this country, a lot of things around can be 
overwhelming or intimidating. And one of those um, uh, things is uh, being in a big university. And in such scenarios, I've seen, you know, people from my extended family and friends who have uh, joined a community college and found their comfort zone. And once they get used to the dynamics, uh, they are able to more clearly think, okay, do I need to be in a university? And even if they want to be in a university, they do have a strong foundation that they have gained from the community college, which then benefits them to perform and do better uh, when they are in a university. So from that aspect, I think community colleges are a huge blessing. And thank you to you and to NACI for all that you guys are doing. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you know, the way it works is we have people who are like Sam are, are involved. They volunteer uh, on boards, whether a governing board or a foundation board. And it's interesting, you, you mentioned your family, you have a beautiful family. I was looking at, at the pictures of you um, uh, with them, and I know you're very close to to your brother. So I, I want to get in a little bit to the music. And I didn't know that about you um, initially. And when you and I were speaking, you shared with me a couple of um, clips of, of your music. And I was, I was really inspired by the richness of it, um, the video, which I think um, for those who are watching the video version, you'll get a chance to see that. But it looked like the taping, it reminded me, it took me back in time, <laughs> back when music videos were all the rage. But um, just just how you recorded this, it looked like in the middle of like a farm field and you can see um, houses off in the distance. But I would like to um, just share with our audience a little bit about the Miles Apart, the, your official um, music. And one of the lyrics that really struck with me is when life is slipping away and 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 it was a hopeful kind of version. So let's listen to that um, a little bit. And then I'd like to hear your reaction. Tell us a little bit about your brother, how you did this, and maybe a little bit about um, what you try to, to do with, with your lyrics. Wow, uh, this is uh, uh, definitely something that's very close to my heart. Um, so you got to kind of stop me if I keep going. So in 2010, when I moved to the U.S. from India, the one uh, understanding that my brother and I had between the two of us is that uh, we will do whatever it takes to keep our music alive. So for a few years before I moved to the U.S., my brother and I were involved with two bands. We used to constantly perform, record. It was a great time, and it was very disheartening to know that maybe we'll have to kind of say goodbye to that phase of our lives. And that's really how Miles Apart birthed. So I moved to the U.S. in 2010, and it took about five years for my brother to move here as well. So we started the project in 2010. And uh, now we have about uh, f- uh, five to six different tracks that are produced by Miles Apart. And the idea was to work with uh, different musicians, and many of them are our friends with whom we have uh, you know, performed back in the day. 
And uh, if you look at the videos, some of them are shot in two or three, sometimes even four different continents. And we try to put them all together. And with technology, it's become possible, but there are also a lot of challenges. I have to say that, uh, you know, there is no greater joy than sitting together in a room with a bunch of musicians and creating music. But when that is not possible, then we have to rely on uh, what we do these days. Sometimes we sit in the basement and record. But when it all comes together, um, it's such a joy. And to be able to know that we were able to put it out there and bless a few people, uh, it gives us great pleasure. So that's really the story of Miles Apart. Uh, we've had the privilege of collaborating with a whole bunch of musicians from all around the world. Yeah, so that's really uh, at what's at the heart of Miles Apart. Yes, and my brother and I, we kind of co-founded this project, and we still continue to explore opportunities to uh, to record and uh, release more tracks. That's wonderful. And I'm hoping through this podcast platform, we have listeners in over 900 American cities, and we've reached so far about 59 countries around the world that if, if people like this, um, they, they can tune into it because I think the beat of the music is very inspirational, but I think the lyrics that, that you've written can really um, reach people. It goes back to what you were talking about, your purposeful um, focus on, on the things that you do. Another, and I noticed, I, I looked it up online, you have quite, quite a, a diverse number of um, offerings, but um, there, there was one that was uh, really sort of touched me because I, I think, you know, during the pandemic, many of us um, lost people that we care about either to COVID or to natural life circumstances or something else. And just really honoring the people in our lives and, and knowing that that life is a gift and we need to make the most of every day, pursue our dreams, share our gifts. Um, so you produced something else with your brother called Treasure Without Measure. And I, I thought it was it was beautiful. So why don't you share with us a little bit about that after we take a, a quick listen um, to a piece of that. Missed you by hours As you left this world of ours Good miles been fewer to be home where you were What were the words you tucked away To tell me that day in May You are a treasure without a measure Lucky, I'll also connect uh, a part of your previous question to this. Now, both the songs, the title track, Miles Apart and Treasure Without a Measure, they kind of revolve around my dad a lot. Uh, you know, my brother and I, we lost our dad in 2016, and uh, he was um, a songwriter. And we always tell each other that the uh, musical giftings that we have are uh, likely from his wonderful genes. So we are very grateful to our dad. So when I wrote Miles Apart many years ago, uh, it was really a rough patch for us as a family. You know, dad was uh, battling cancer. We didn't know what the outcome is going to be. So that line that you mentioned, life is slipping away like a breath. I was really um, writing it from my dad's perspective. Two years ago, uh, we celebrated five years of his um, you know, passing. And my brother and I figured that the best way to honor him might be to write a song. And this time around, it was interesting because like you aptly pointed out, uh, the two tracks are very diverse in their styles. 
and miles apart falls into a category what we call progressive rock. And that is what we, we are used to writing and performing. And when it came to writing um, a song to honor dad, uh, we had to think out of the box. And writing a ballad was not uh, uh, really easy. Uh, but we, I penned down the lyrics, and it's really the story of uh, what happened. You know, I, There are lines such as, uh, I missed you by hours. It literally was my uh, circumstance. You know, I kind of missed dad by a few hours. Um, and then I didn't get to hear the words that he wanted to tell me. So you will see that a lot of those pieces or lines in that song really reflect uh, my experience during the time of dad's passing. And uh, we kind of uh, call that treasure without a measure. And um, um, that if you watch the video, you will see that uh, it was shot at our home. My brother um, shot and produced the video. And we again had some wonderful friends collaborate um, on that project. And most of them, I want to say all of them, knew Dad uh, very personally. So it kind of added a special flavor to the track. Yeah, it's a, it's just um, what a, what an honor. And I, you know, I, I think about really the talent of putting something like that together because the quality of the video is is terrific and the sound is 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 wonderful as well. And. Um, and I really hope people will, will check that out. And the other thing is, I, I think it's never too late uh, to learn to play an instrument. Uh, myself and a couple other colleagues are, are trying to dust off um, things that we uh, did as a child. And, you know, it does bring you back this sense of what you talked about in terms of joy, even in the midst of difficult circumstances or missing folks that are not with us anymore. Um can do that. Now, another to pivot, because I'd love to talk about this music all day long, but I do want to get to your podcast as well. Um, and you had decided to do that and you have an interesting uh, format. I love the title of it, Leader Reveal. And so maybe before we jump into the podcast, tell us a little bit about um, what you've learned about leadership, um, what you think is important as a leader, and then um, tell us a little bit about how you created this podcast to, to share out stories. Well, that's um, a wonderful um, segue, Becky. Um, what I've got to tell you is that um, leadership, in my understanding, is a calling. It's not about you. It's about people. You've got to have a heart to serve. A lot of the times uh, people confuse leadership with management. Um, and these are two vastly different uh, topics. And if you are really aspiring to be a leader, you've got to ask yourself, you know, do I have the heart to serve people? Do I have what it takes to put people first and to cater to their needs? And oftentimes um, I tell myself that uh, some of the finest leadership nuggets um, are learned when you are in scenarios where there could have been better leadership. And then you take away um, such lessons and make sure that you don't make those same mistakes, but you are, are treating your people right. So that is really, in my opinion, what leadership is all about. It's all about people. It's all about the um, people you are, are responsible for to serve them. Talking about leader reveal, um, I may have mentioned this to you earlier, but it really birthed in the shower. Uh, one day I was just thinking, you know, what is it that I can do to kind of pay this forward? And I also had to kind of be aware of my limitations. And one of the greatest limitations now I have is time. 
because I have um, a day job. I have a family, my wife, my two kids. So there's a lot of time that goes into those aspects of my life. And then to be able to do something outside of that is really pushing the boundary. So I told myself that whatever I do has to be simple in terms of the time and in terms of technology. And I'm very grateful for this idea that came upon me, which is, hey, you know, how about just reaching out to leaders who've been there, done that, and ask them to share in under 10 minutes some of the learnings that will likely inspire other leaders. And I remember uh, speaking with um, a good friend, a mentor of mine at my previous um, company, uh, who blessed this idea. And he he was uh, gracious enough to be the first guest on the podcast. This was back in um, October of 2021. And so far, you know, we've done about 42 episodes. And, uh, you know, there are sometimes random people messaging me and telling me, hey, thank you for putting this out. Uh, I just needed to hear that message. And that's really the mantra of Leader Reveal, to be able to put out messages that will inspire one heart at a time. Um, and it's not always easy because you're not monetizing uh, from the um, initiative. And of course, it requires effort, coordination. Uh, but uh, what I've also told myself is it's been 42 lessons for me as well. And I look at it that way. And I've had the opportunity to speak with 42 people, spend time with them, and to understand what leadership is from their perspective. So that's Leader Reveal in a nutshell. I, I think that's beautifully said. And one of our NACI board members, Dr. Jim Murdaugh, who's president of Tallahassee Community College in Florida, speaks about the psychological paycheck. And I, I thought that really resonated with me. And, and if you're on a quest to bring more joy into the world and into others' lives, and what what better a tool to do that? And so I really hope that people will, um, you know, connect with your podcast, you know, through their preferred platform and, and be inspired by that. I I've been inspired just, just knowing you. And I, I have a feeling we just scratched the surface. Um, also, I would say anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast, you have to continue to show up, right? Um, even yeah. when you're tired and <laughs> you might think, oh, I'll just take a week off. Um, and one of the things, and I just know enough to be dangerous in the podcasting world, but that you have to, you know, keep, putting things out there and be willing to show up, even sometimes if it's imperfect, which I imagine is what you all have done, even though your music looks beautiful and seamless um, to those of us who listen to it, there's lots of practicing, right? And there's lots of times where you have to do it over again. And, and that's how we get better as people. So I want to thank you so much for being here uh, today. And uh, I have a feeling we might be connecting um, on other projects in the future, but um, I'll just leave it to you to just leave our audience with maybe one last word or thought. Uh, Becky, I want to first of all thank you uh, for inviting me to be on this um, amazing podcast of yours. Just uh, again, very, very grateful uh, that you gave me an opportunity to speak about Miles Apart and Leader Reveal, two things that are very close to my heart. And I think the one thing I want to tell everyone is if you have a dream, go after it. Uh, don't hold yourself back because you're not able to monetize from it. Sometimes, um, you know, it's okay to have a, a wonderful day job and uh, also kind of pursue your passion on the side because uh, you never know whom you will touch and you don't want to hold yourself back from be being that blessing to someone who's out there. So go after your passion and uh, make the world a better place. 
Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to explore the many ways to define entrepreneurship with NACI as we celebrate opportunity, failing forward, and success, learning from one another along the way. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and follow at NACI on social media and learn more about us at NACI.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode each week. We look forward to making our way forward together with you. Have you heard the exciting news? NACI recently released a new publication titled The NACI Playbook, Volume 1, all about how entrepreneurial mindset sets the new standard for success in communities and colleges. The NACI Playbook digs into entrepreneurial mindset and how practicing leadership with this framework creates an agile culture with space to innovate, co-create, fail forward, and accelerate growth. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial leadership require us to lean in, anticipate and recognize trends, manage change, be resilient, take risks, reflect, and rest in the knowledge that anything is possible. Learn from our innovative, insightful, generous network who navigates both challenges and opportunities entrepreneurially as we share what we've learned and how you might apply their experience to your work. We hope you'll be as inspired as we were. Learn more at www dot nacyplaybook dot com